0: Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of religions, regimes and refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate your presence, your time you take for me. I know you've had a great week um, and a very diff- and, uh, and a busy week, but uh, I know that there are a lot of people who have listened to me and thank you so very much for your time. I want to... Uh, Take this moment before I start my podcast today to mention again that I have another podcast uh, on Har- HarperStudio.com um, and it's called X-Christian from India. Uh, I repeat, ex-Christian from India, you can uh, go on to Habharpa Studio, so please do tune in for that. Uh, It is uh, dedicated to um, Christianity, uh, my journey, a conversation for the Indian version of Christianity, her fault lines, ground reality, politics behind the scene, and so on and so forth. So it's dedicated to that because there's so many topics to talk about. Uh, But today's topic is about Tucker Carlson versus um, Shashitaru, (laughs) and the antics, the proxy war that goes on between them, and the rhetoric and the narrative. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, So let's start with saying that um, on the death of Her Majesty the Queen, um... Um, there has been many an emotion and write up put all over the world. Now, whatever your past, uh, whatever your history, whatever your politics, we are all human beings. It is important to rejoice in the human spirit. We are in the spirit of of the every single species of life, because every single species is important in the whole mosaic of of the cosmos um it is a privilege to be to have life uh, whatever the species it is also important to be respectful and honorable uh when someone loses their life whatever your 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 history whatever your politics it's it is a time to remove your labels remove your hats your ideologies and and say thank you for the life and the junction and understand what we can learn and how we can change the the future by understanding the past and heal that's more important Uh, being angry and negative and revengeful is not going to happen it's not going to heal and it's not going to take you anywhere nowhere absolutely nowhere but 75 years or maybe more of socialism marxism has left us angry, has left us revengeful, and the only thing I see in today's uh, uh, media, academia, and mentality of her youth, the millennials, and and maybe before and after also, is a lot of anger, uh, un, um, uh, anger that has no space, uh, a lot of um, a lot of revenge. It's a very revengeful uh, civilization, or. Ge- uh, couple of generations, a narrative that's going on. It's all about negative reinforcement. It's all about pointing the fingers at others to justify your your, uh, transgressions, but quietly pretending to be the truth, the way, the life. Not understanding that we are all currents and waves. We belong to the same ocean. Uh, We will go up and we will go down. Uh, It's part of the cycle of life. The sun doesn't shine 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. The sun has to go dark, uh, has to be covered. So there will be darkness and there will be light the sun has to set for the sun to rise again it doesn't mean that the darkness is bad it doesn't mean that the sunlight daylight is bad but it's part of the cycle of life so to say that um to be angry at people that's because um when when you're down someone overtakes you um look um it's 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 not going to heal uh we can be angry at things if after um after all the introspection it doesn't change okay but we have to take our responsibility so uh i have nothing against people um yes i may like their um i may like their uh in, i may like or dislike their narrative i may like or dislike their ideologies um i'm not against people i'm against um i i'm i'm for change um uh, healing Change, understanding the status quo, understanding every junction in life, free speech for one and all, and uh, every single to each his own point of view. Uh, yes, if you continue doing the same nonsense, the same arrogance, uh, the leftovers relics of empires, then you you will be told, um, yes, we have the right to tell you. Uh, so uh, these. Uh, empires are gone, they did what they did, we've got 5,000 years or maybe more feudalism, uh, and all the negative that it brought, the ups, the downs, the negative, the positive, um, it's over and the currents don't stop, they, they, they continue and they form waves and the waves will come slowly by slowly to the beach and finish off and go back into the ocean. But those waves who want to hold on to their power, the relics of these empires uh have nothing to do with the empires behind, but just power hungry groups that are relics of empires and their colonial arrogance and and uh and their um insistence on power by rebranding themselves uh, that is a little bit difficult to take that in spite of everything that happened in the past, you're still uh you know going on with your rebranded um, hangover right now, that's a problem. And that, my dear friend, I'm talking about religions. I'm not talking of the um, the monarchies of the past. I'm not talking of the empires of the past. They've come and gone and, and it's part of history. And it's our duty to introspect history. So um, I don't have anything against the Queen. I think she's nice. She came at a time when the empire's feudalism was at its, uh, had collapsed and people had revolted all over the world um and guess what um um she had to she was a transitional queen okay so she it's very important to transition every junction in life because change is constant the moment you're out of balance and there's a disturbance in the frequency there is civil war there is genocide uh and that is exactly what happened happens in most of the countries of the world. It's not because of the British Empire. It's it's a lot. Uh, if you go into history and you see every single empire, every single power group, big or small, whenever the power is waning, one side is waning and the other side is vaxing. That means trying to take over. There's always a struggle. There's always a power tussle. And there's always a civil war. There's always a genocide. Because one group wants to hold on to power and the other group wants to leave. Power uh, wants to get to power, and so there's always this this uh, power tussle and the struggle and, and and turbulence, and it's that's why it's important of continuity. Continuity is important. Uh, uh, transition is important. Uh, f- uh, speech is important to vent out our ex- uh, and express, externalize our emotions so we can bring our point of view to the table, understand points of view, work with it and go from there. That's important. Um, uh, very, very important. Um, it is if we don't have that, we'll have civil war. So what the Queen has done is she's ensured a, a, a she's ensured a transition at a time where there was war, two wars in the span of fifty years or less. Um, war had not stopped. She came. She was part of this generation that had to uh, absorb the shock uh, of her generation and. Carry on and make sure that her generation healed from the trauma of the war and went on to the and and brought forth a new generation. It was not a pretty picture anywhere uh, we know it uh and I think she did a pretty good job. The empire is a different question uh, completely different, and it's your opinion about it. my opinion about it can vary, but I have nothing against her, and I'm, I'm sure that like I said before that there were a lot of um uh, wrongdoings that happened in her name using her name um things that she was out of her controls things but that were in her control, but remember, she's not a politician, she cannot stop a war she cannot go to war. um she's not a politician at all uh she's a constitutional monarch um Having said that, she's a human being, and I'm very grateful. Um, I'm I I liked her very much. Uh, She she didn't have she took back her powers, like the British monarchy had taken back their powers, rolled back their powers, and left more powers to the state uh, and more powers to the people. And so that's why a constitutional monarchy. Um, People can debate on this all the while. But um, um, uh, degrading her or degrading anyone who's lost their life is really uncouth, absolutely uncouth. Anyone who loses their life, whatever, even if you hate the person, it is life. They are a species of life. It is our duty to take our hats off and help those who cannot help themselves. Even if they're dying even if they hate you, it is your duty to be better than, so that the next generation, the next wave that comes, will learn from you instead of repeating the same errors. And that is very important for us to understand. Uh, but there obviously has been rhetoric and narratives and insults uh, at the death of the, Her Majesty the Queen on, on Facebook. And which brings us to our title, Tucker Carlson versus, um. Shashi Shashitaru and uh, the narrative um, and the proxy war that goes on um, it started with then the the vitriol that was hit at um, over the Queen's death um, on on social media and all over the place um, you know there are groups who call out hate speech all the time. Oh, this is hate speech, hate speech. But when the three fingers point back at them, when they're doing the same, they're they're walking the talk of hate. Um, uh, they've got hate coming out of their mouth all the time. They don't have a problem with it. They only see it on the other side. They don't see it on the inside. So, uh, this rant, um, a, an American journalist on on the right, um. Um, anchor for Fox News Mr. Tucker Carlson started off with um, bringing down or or attacking those who were uh, attacking Her Majesty the Queen and out of them one was a very uh, vitriol led uh, person called Uju Anya okay Uju Anya my dear friend is a PhD she was born in Nigeria uh, her parents met in england while at university. Her parents uh, and were living in Nigeria at the time of the Civil War. Her mother was from Trinidad. And um, Ania had said half her relatives were killed in the Civil War. In any case, um, she is an African woman of African descent. Uh, Her parents split, and she moved to the United States in the 1980s. She should be happy that she got a second life, but a second chance, which not many people do get. But guess what? Uh, She chooses to be negative, angry, uh, full of vitriol. And as a PhD, this woman is a PhD, my dear friends. She's not Mr. and Mrs. Tom, Dick, and Harry on the street. Uh... She is not, uh, you know, someone who has no education. She's a PhD. PhDs are people who can have uh, uh, good conversations, have understand uh, the junctions in life, understand that we are learners, we are are not scholars, we are all learning, always in a constant uh, journey of learning, and people who are role models uh, for education and knowledge. For the next generation and because of the opportunities that they have uh to get education which is priceless there's nothing in this world that's more uh has got more value than education and knowledge but apparently her education has nothing um has had not had a, a very good effect on her because the vitriol that came out from this person uh was untold. whether you like uh, someone you don't like someone um it was it, it as someone with a phd i'm very sorry but i think you could be a little better but again you know um we all went once in a way and this was more than um and i went too i'm not saying no um this was more than uh venting and so Uju Anya, um um left leaning a PhD now whether you're right or your left doesn't matter a PhD said on, on Twitter. I heard that the chief monarch of a thieving raping genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. Oh my goodness. I am sorry Miss Anya I, I hate to say the word doctor because I don't think you, the, the level of intellect that you that you show out there is is worth a doctorate um but this is typical of those people who pretend to be victims um uh, it is ungolfall it is disgusting um no basis to have such vitriol uh whether you like a person or not um if you want a better life you have to learn to heal from the inside uh and this vitriol led to a lot of backlash on social media um very degrading, below-the-belt, um disgusting backlash, and, and, and commenced by this PhD doctor, Um uh, I, I don't have any, um, any, I don't, I'm not even angry, I just think it's, it's, it's no class, it's just classless, and, uh, it doesn't show, uh, it doesn't represent the, 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 the seat of knowledge that, uh, that, uh, she benefits from with her phd title it's just uh it's just uh, classless and ignorance uh to think that people actually benefit from her knowledge she's actually teaching or or giving knowledge out to other people with this phd degree i'm telling you um, my my animals my uh, you know dog and a cat has more class than this but uh, like I said, it brought about uh, a lot of vitriol back because your frequency, you will get a mirror image of who you are. And um, she got a backlash from a right-wing um, uh, Fox anchor, uh, a TV anchor on Fox News called Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson gave her back as a mirror image of what she she gave. And both were wrong in a lot of places. Uju Anya was wrong, uh, in my opinion. And Tucker Carlton went all about the place. And I I just couldn't stop laughing. I was like, I heard about it, but I didn't think it was so important to actually, you know, look at the video. So I didn't I didn't look at the video. Um, I'm, I'm not going to sit and look at every single video out there, and I don't watch any TV. I don't have TV. I don't watch TV at home. Um, I don't watch all. I don't sit on YouTube the whole day. I have, you know, I have to work, uh, and when I do, I only watch videos that I research on, and so that's why I will watch a video uh, and other, you know, narratives, other um, articles to have a point of view. And I, I heard about this, but I said, oh, well, you know, two more fools, people just calling, you know, wasting time, wasting airwaves, and media and academia, and they and their proxy was. But it came, went on and went on and went on. So I said, okay, let's see. And, and I, I saw Tucker Carlson video and it was all about the place. I was laughing my my lungs out, and you could see many, many, many people commenting, you know, some laughing, some not laughing, some angry, I mean, I don't see why you want to get angry at a video like this. Does uh, does a journalist, uh, you know, uh, ruffle your feathers so much, that you're so weak that you need a journalist to ruffle your feathers? Come on, they're just journalists. There are people dying there, malnourished, no food, uh, being raped at this point of time. There's someone in this world being raped, being killed, being murdered, uh, who are dying of hunger, animals being tortured, animals being killed. Uh, We're losing a a lot of stuff on this planet, a lot of species of life becoming extinct. Uh, People dying of cold and and we actually have to spend time and energy talking about this one journalist, whether you like him or not. There are a lot of things that Tucker says I like, I don't follow him, there's things I don't like and I don't agree with. I'm not a blanket person who blanket likes someone. This was uh, all about the place and below the belt. Um, and, and my... My, my problem here is how people actually reacted to this, to this ignorance with such vengeance and, and, and negativity in return. It is uncalled for. Of course then we have our, our, our beautiful socialist Marxist politicians in India, especially on the left, who who, who had no problem taking this proxy war to the next level, uh, because like I said we're currents and waves. You just go on and go on and go on and go on until the whole thing comes crashing down. So, because Tucker Carlson is very right-wing, he got backlash from the left-wing. Again, proxy war. And the left had a field there, pretending that they were victims, and oh my god, they were insulted. Um, And everyone from NDTV to Shashitaru, who wrote his book about uh, Inglorious Empire, the 45 trillion dollars that here that the united kingdom apparently allegedly stole which is an absolute bunch of crap um no one has any receipts for 45 trillion even today we don't have 45 trillion so don't tell me uh you know 3 uh, 75 years ago we had 45 trillion um but he went on and he said he cannot uh, he cannot um go back and look at this and, and, and talk about this without being angry. I don't see why you need to be angry. There are people being raped in India right now. You're not angry for that. You overlook that. There were two girls in Lakhim Puri who were raped. Uh, no one said anything about that. There was a genocide in Kashmir and no one said anything about that. But you're you're angry with a journalist on the other side only because he is a right-wing and you are... So intent of giving people, uh, continuing this proxy war. So let me tell you the things that we don't talk about. Now, Tucker Carlson might not know anything about India. Uh, and about the history, he's 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 got his own little tunnel vision. But every single one of us has tunnel vision for the uh, facts of life and history and interpretations that suit our vested interests. Everyone, how many people make every junction in life into a, into an intellectual laboratory? How many people uh, understand that, that 360 degrees to every single junction and every angle is a different opinion, a different point of view, and everyone has a right to have an opinion and everyone has the right to... Uh, is imperative that everyone looks both ways, negative and positive, and, and looks left and right, not just what suits your vested interests. How many people do that? Not many people. So um we until you don't do that, you will get victory all like this and there will be proxy wars. This is um This is a relic, or should I say, an overflow of power. When you don't understand the science behind the human, you do not understand that we are currents and waves, remove the label and you will see we're just energy field that's cyclic after cycle after cycle, and we'll come to the beach as a current, end as a wave, uh, and then go back into the ocean. We're exactly the same. We're doing exactly the same thing. The labels will change, but the mentality will not no one understands that and so we get into this power struggle the proxy war that may not go on that may may not be on the ground but would be in the media and academia but this one day this narrative leads to wars other wars because people are so caught up with these narratives that they actually think that they need to go to war for it uh, and this will eventually cause war, but you have to understand that you're 360 degrees. Uh, everyone has a different interpretation, and it's really sick. So Sashita Ru uh, was angry, uh, NDTV was angry, um, the left-leaning media and their um, and their wonderful narratives of uh, victimhood and socialism and Marxism and, oh my god, we're persecuted people, were angry. Uh, But no one's angry that for 75 years the same Marxist socialist group lied to us. Lied to us and changed everything in our history books to to suit their narratives. The Islamic empires that came into this land were worse and more brutal than the British regime. They were there for 1300 years, starting with 711 AD in, in, in Sindh all the way down uh, to, to their proxy uh, um, colonialism from the back door, camouflaged with secularism, that's also colonialism. Every time we say something that doesn't suit them, they come out with the emotions are hurt. So we still are not free. We're still uh, we're, we're we're still colonized. Uh, they've been taking land in the form of uh, uh They're mafias using religion to steal land and temples. We're still under colonization. No one has the guts to talk about that, but you have to talk about a, a, a European, someone of uh, European descent, who they call white, and just because they've been brainwashed to hate every single white person on the planet, it's okay to point fingers at them, but they refuse to look at what was, was going on in our country. We have not told, they don't have the guts to tell us who, who, what our, our, our civilization was. We never knew what our own civilization was. If they invested in history, knowledge about our own civilization, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. If we had invested in knowledge, in reviving our civilization and not being a Marxist sellout with no roots, with no connections, with no attachment to the land, with no attachment to the source, our history, uh, which is leading to this war, these proxy wars and this trauma that we've left behind um, in the form of rapes, murders, um, malnutrition, uh, theft, corruption. If we had not gone through this, we, we wouldn't be in a place where we have PR journalists on the other side uh, absolutely ignorant about who we are. We've not invested in our own selves. How many people know about the different empires in India? The Vijayanagar empires, the Vitaka empires, the Gupta, the Ahom, uh, the Ahom empires, Assamese empires, were kept out of our history books completely. We just talked about a few things here and there, but the bulk of our history was Mughal history. Mughal, 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 telling you only one thing, that the Muslim, the Islamic establishment, completely bought out the Indian National Congress to only run their agenda from the back, though, which is proxy colonialism. They have told us systematically that the... The, the Marxists have told us that the Islamic Empire was the best thing that ever happened. They gave us, co- they gave us civilization. Islam still today tells tells your their people that there is prox- that they civilized India. They gave India knowledge. They gave India uh, architecture. Without Islam, there would be war, and 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 Islam brought peace. And Islam brought tolerance to the Indian subcontinent. Uh, without Islam, there would not be women rights. They actually tell that to them. Um, all the left-leading vote bank people who get a big part of their vote for money and power while Muslims live as as, as, as poor people, beggars on, on the Indian subcontinent, while the left actually are uh, hainas on, on people, on weak people, uh, on poor people, created ghettos so that people stay on these ghettos. Uh, they will never say that what they've refused to tell us, the lies that they have told us, the ignorance, the change of history to suit their agenda, they never told us anything about that. But they're angry, they're trying to show an anger and their arrogance to the other side. But Why do you think the other side is, is uh, talking negative or doesn't know history? We don't know our own history ourselves. We are not allowed to know our history. The moment we see history... Uh, uh, have a have the intention of talking about history that does not suit the socialist, uh, revengeful, uh, anger, hateful um, um, narrative. We're called hate preachers. We're called we're called uh, fascists because we do not submit to the twisted, demented history of of the, of the Marxists and the socialists. And we're talking about a, a, a journalist on the other side of the world? You're angry about someone else when you, you're not angry about our own people? I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Forget about that. Let's talk about language. How many people can speak Hindi in the Indian subcontinent? We cannot even get that going. We cannot even get a language, a lingua franca. We still have to use English. And then we blame the English for colonization. We say we still, we, we still colonize because we speak a colonial language. But yes, we cannot get along together. We're not speaking English because we don't want to, because we like English. We speak English because it's a lingua franca that unites everyone and the different tribes and the different states and the different uh, sects. And, and at least there is something that unites us because English is neutral, and that is why, in the first place, the English came in. They came into trade, but they found a market for their, for their narrative and their rhetoric and their trade. And they also found that they had uh, a way of to unite people because they were neutral. They had ways of 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 uh, not uniting, but. Um, what can I say, of, of forming that glue. There was a void to fill where people were fighting, kingdoms were fighting, um, zamindas were fighting, jagidas were fighting, landowners were fighting, and there was a continuous struggle for power, money, wealth on the Indian subcontinent, and they found a, vent, a void that they could fill and, and provide their services of, of neutral services to everyone on the ground. And because they were neutral, people allied with them. Because if they took sides with other locals, they would just continue the fight. The spiral of uh, of vendettas uh, that that uh, inhabited this land um, was out of control. So only someone neutral would come and stitch together a coalition, and which is what they did. And when they did stitch together a coalition, they took over the land. Obviously, they're not going to stitch a coalition and say, okay, well, now we stitch a coalition, you guys go on and we'll just, you know, be, we will look from the outside and, and, and take pictures, you know, or we'll film you on our, on our, on our smartphones. No, they're going to take over. They're going to run the system. And that, that led to colonization, but we don't want to say that. How many times have we taken our responsibility? No, but we want to pretend that we have such a great civilization, the British stole it. We don't want to, want to accept that the uh, the Mughal Empire came to an end and the money came to an end. They went bankrupt. There was no money, but we've told a lie and said the British stole everything because we do not want to tell uh, a fact to our own people because we want to keep them in ghettos and vote banks. We need their vote, so we'll tell them whatever suits their their ignorance and their hangovers in order to keep them on, on this plantation. So the 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 left in india the the socialist in India or even the right wing in india um and all over the world they no one knows history we've been told a history that's fabricated and 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 ignorant to suit our political emotional needs an emotion that has been kept on a negative plantation fed with negative rhetoric across the board for the last 75 years in a spiral of vendettas and uh, proxy wars that it has completely got out of hand. And now we are angry, we are so weak, and we are so on our tips and our nerves and, um, for loss of power and loss of a voice uh, that we're angry at one journalist as if he's going to come and invade the Indian subcontinent and life is going to change tomorrow. Oh my goodness gracious. Let's go to something else. Um, we went to history that has been twisted to suit the narrative of the socialist. Uh, We've gone to um, a language that we cannot speak, but we still need this so-called apparently colonized language, and I'm still speaking in English. Uh, we know that there are many people who cannot speak English, Hindi, and I, I was asked to do Hindi podcasts, but I cannot do Hindi podcast because my Hindi is not good enough. Uh, why? Because nationalist, Marxist, socialist groups made uh, Hindi a vernacular language and and degraded it, chastised it, so people who wanted to study it or or improve on themselves did not have the the the, the will or or the or the desire to either to, to align with it and understand its history. Um, they made it so negative in our, they portrayed Hindi as a vernacular negative uh, medium that the bulk of the country still speaks a foreign language because we cannot get together. We hate ourselves. We are programmed and brainwashed to hate our own selves and our civilization by 75 years of Marxist uh, propaganda and ecosystems. We are camouflaging that. That so-called perceived nationalism and pride in our, and all of a sudden pride in our, in our heritage by pointing fingers at a, at a, at a journalist on the other side of the world in the, in the form of, my goodness gracious, uh, no, I'm sorry, it, it just doesn't work. Forget. Let's go to another point. Um, There are many people in the the country who who cannot even sing the national anthem. You start ask anyone in the country, sing the national anthem, they will not be able to finish it. How many people in the country really know their national anthem? How many people in the country know to count their numbers from 1 to 100? How many people in the country, in whatever language you want, how many people in the country can actually count backwards and say the same numbers backwards? Master a language! How many people in the country can say your numbers in Hindi, okay, or say the numbers from hundred to eighty backwards in Hindi? No, so we cannot even, are not even. We don't have pride in our own languages. We don't have pride in our own heritage. We have been taught to chastise, degrade our own language, and to cover up for, for a revengeful mindset, a negative mindset. Uh, we are too busy. Point. We spend actual time. Pointing fingers at a journalist on the other side of the world, who has, who has, uh, correctly—I mean, uh, incorrectly—you um, know, told the world a lie that the Brits civilized India, which is, okay, it's it's, it's more than laughable, but it, it's not going to change my my story. It's not going to change anything on the Indian subcontinent. Uh, it was wrong, it was ridiculous. it was ignorant. Um, if we were however uh, very proud of ourselves, we had knowledge about ourselves. We spent the last seventy five years resurrecting our civilization and and putting it on a, on a firm footing, empowering the knowledge to our citizens, making them diamonds in the rough instead of going after some stupid coin or diamond on the earth that was uh, gifted or taken of, by uh, another empire. That is, in my opinion, absolutely ugly because I can't stand diamonds. I think it's absolutely ugly to the core, and I apologize to all the to whoever likes it. Um, I, we're too busy making talking about some diamond uh, that used to be. Uh, of the Indian subcontinent. We don't understand every single citizen in the country could be a diamond in the rough, could be a bright shining star, but we've not invested in them. We've invested in from 332 million in 1947 to 1.4 billion in 2022. That, my dear friend, is not a problem. No one's talking about that. They're not angry about that. They're more angry at another man, one single man who's who apparently has no knowledge about history and civilization. He's just a media person. But no one refuses to talk about those same problems that are are of our creation in our country, in in India. Um, And the many problems of the lack of knowledge with our citizens also, uh, the lack of empowerment, the lack of pride, the lack of knowledge um, that we... We, we single-handedly, hypocritically point fingers um, at the other side where the three fingers are pointing back at us. And for Shashi Taru, I have no sympathy for the man. I don't appreciate him. Anyone who has the... the he is no different from Tucker Carlson for me uh, in this debate. No difference. It's both ignorant, both hypocrites. Um, and yes, I was a hypocrite myself to, to actually believe in them at one particular point. Um, the only thing people know because of Shashitaru is forty-five trillion. That's all they know. I mean, really, forty-five trillion. Do you have any proof? A hundred and fifty thousand, a hundred and seventy thousand Brits can they can they steal forty-five trillion? No. Someone has to ally with them, work with them, and give them that take that money, give them that uh, and 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 give them that money and put it on ships to take it to the other side there's no, there's not enough of ships to take forty five trillion to the other side of the world and that 's because the british were uh, the British were allies with the indians the the, the princely states were actually allies with with the British, we were—they were not colonized. They did not colonize. Hundred and seventy thousand men and women and children do not colonize a land. You have to be allies with locals on the ground and run an agenda to suit your vested interests. That—that gets you to the height of power where you are today. Uh, but no one wants to talk about that. No one wants to take our responsibility. No one wants to say that we're still speaking a foreign language because we cannot even get together and have a conversation together. We're so angry with each other. We haven't healed. We're on a constant battleground and in a spiral of vendettas that we need a foreign lingua franca to connect with our own people on our own soil rather than and, and be human once again. So to camouflage all our problems, it's so easy to point our fingers at Tucker Carlson, but both these groups, the left and the right, are actually camouflage for a free market capitalist economy versus a socialist Marxist economy, and we are just tired of this. We are tired of this us versus them. There is no such thing as us versus them. If we were healed, if we were little less angry, we would see the three fingers pointing back at us. We would heal, we would empower ourselves of knowledge and will. We will understand that every single empire is an overflow, is a rebrand of the empires before and just with a better version improving 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 and finally either comes to an end or goes into transitions into another phase of life. And this is exactly what has happened right now. After, 70, after 5,000 years of feudalism, you don't expect us to go into perfect democracy uh, right off the bat. It takes time to heal. It takes time for the dust to settle. It takes time to understand where we are and rise up slowly uh, to a better tomorrow. But we have indoctrinated our people with revenge, uh, negative reinforcement, and that is causing a massive, massive problem. Um, and so it is important to understand first the science behind who we are, that we are cosmic cycles, we are frequencies that move in cycles, um, and not only that, we are a free-flowing metaphysical energy, we are connected to the geomagnetics of the land, and we roam in, and we work in currents and waves. We are part of the same ocean, the waves may be different, but the currents are all the same. It's important to understand that. So next time we want to point the fingers at others, it is important, my friends, to look at the three fingers pointing back at us. Uh, the leftover uh, hangover of, um, of um, arrogance that we have in us uh, is important to take a note of that and to heal that, to understand what mistakes we made, how can we empower ourselves Resurrect our civilization, clean up our minds, clean up our streets, uh, offload the garbage, the loot of, of ignorance, the loot that's in our minds, the black market uh, that runs our, our brains. Um, and it's important to, to connect the dots and have that conversation. Um, on that note, I want to say thank you very much to all of you. I hope that you could spread this. Understand what I say. Research every single day, one topic or the other, because this is a small window of opportunity. It's important to grab this opportunity and and use it to to heal. Use it to gain the knowledge. So have the knowledge about this this concept, these proxy wars, the spiral of vendettas, of negativity, of revenge that is indoctrinated in our mind with the socialist Marxist uh, ecosystem behind us. And it's important to upload and externalize our voices because it heals it heals a lot uh it's we can correct ourselves but if we be angry forever we'll end up in civil wars and that's not a um it's it's not a way to go about things it's um a way to um it, it's just going to lead us into no man's land i will leave you on this note but i will leave you on something that's very important uh tucker carlson um said talked about afghanistan when they left afghanistan after 20 years they left with airstrips and and containers or something like that that's what he said uh i just want to tell you afghanistan uh my dear friends had women's right suffrage to vote before the americans so the um women in afghanistan had the right to vote in uh, 20 in 19 19- 19 if i'm not mistaken so yes 1919 afghanistan women had the right to vote um which is really great okay but in the united states um it wasn't they had the women uh, above the age of 30 had the right to vote in 2018 that's above 30. um and uh, And those below 30 did not get the right to vote until 1928, okay? So that changed only in 1928, whereas in 1919, Afghanistan, who is impoverished right now, has been, women were given the right to vote in 1919. So that is very important to know. I hope that uh, Mr. Tucker Carlson um, gains a little bit of knowledge from this junction in life. And I hope every one of us gains knowledge from this junction in life that We have to take our responsibilities and the ignorance and the lack of of uh, confidence that we have that is spiraling spiraling out into vendettas which is not good for health and it's not good uh for the next generation it is time to heal my friends and not point fingers at others uh offload our arrogance offload our ignorance offload our hangovers and leftovers and um Yeah, understand that we're all currents and waves. Stop the violence in your homes and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence in your streets and you will stop the violence in your borders. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you have a great day.